Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. Now a second down and 15 from their own 32. Ball on the left. Hash Bucks working from our left to right. Chris Godwin in motion again to the right. Brady takes a gun snap. Quick throw near side. It's picked off. Janoris Jenkins. 15, 10, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown. Janoris Jenkins. Pick six. First down and 10 outside the 10 of the Dolphin 11. Burkhead now to the backfield in motion left. Newton fakes to him. Rolls to the right. Cam's going to run it to the 10. Outside to the 5. Newton to the pylon. Got Touchdown. It. Yeah. Patriots. His second in his New England debut. That's a man right there, boy. The new world order in the NFL has begun. Tom Brady is throwing pick sixes for the Tampa Bay Bucks. They can change quarterbacks, but they can't stop turning the ball over, PK. Three of them, and they get beat in New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, they put a really good team to start the season. They did. Uh, and I thought, aside from the turnovers, if you can say things like that, that they competed down in and down out. But man, they, did. they tried hard. The big, the big play <laughs> bit them. That pick six, the look on Brady's face, he's like, "Yeah, now we're in trouble." Twenty-four-seven <laughs> in the third quarter, we're in trouble. Well, yeah, that was a big one. So I mean, there's plenty of time to overcome it, uh, but it was a rocky debut for him, and all eyes, or many eyes, are on him certainly because he's a prolific player and he's older now. And it's a new team. There's really been nothing like this. I mean, maybe Joe Montana uh, changing teams to yeah. be that prolific. A bunch of Far. quarterbacks have changed. I, but I don't think he was that pro- prolific. Okay, his Super Bowl. But champ. There, there's a bunch of quarterbacks yeah. who've done well, it. Philip Rivers this year. It's not but, that unusual. But Philip Rivers isn't a Super Bowl champion. No. You know, so. but not to the level of Tom Brady. Right. I mean, no one. No, no one. it's to the level of Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, I Joe Montana would be the best because yeah. he's sitting on four Super Bowls. Right. Uh, Elway, you know, two Super Bowls didn't change, and Bradshaw didn't change. And Manning did, but he was more of a handoff did. dude. Uh, so all eyes were on him, and they stumbled. Uh, plenty of time to recoup. I, mean, I thought it was a great day of NFL football, though. The uh, the game, the other game you heard there was Miami and New England, and the Patriots win. That was a uh, pretty uh, close to the vest. Let Miami beat themselves, and they did. Fitzpatrick threw f- three interceptions, and uh, Cam Newton ran for a couple touchdowns, and they went twenty-one to eleven. Oh, well, Miami's holding on until two is ready. Yeah, so nobody cares until two is ready. But the games you're talking about, uh, some quarterbacks put on a show. Russell Wilson was really good. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was really good. Both those teams won, Seattle and Green Bay. Both those guys are really good. Yeah. And they didn't need preseason games. They just came out and lit it up. And then I also was uh, listening to a a Vegas station driving over this morning. We're at Hidden Valley for the fundraiser for Solid Community College that we do every year. And uh, listen to a Vegas uh, odds, basically, thing. And they were talking about uh, how the offenses, uh, the overs uh, were 8-2 and two or something. And, and the points were much higher. And they were talking about, well, if you don't have fans, who might be the most benefited by it? And they were saying offense. So it makes sense. And if you didn't have time to get together and have preseason games, all that type of stuff... So we'll see if it's a trend. Is it was it a one-off? We'll know in the coming weeks. All right. Anybody else uh, catch your eye? Anybody else uh, stun, shock, and amaze you? I thought the Niners losing. 
a little surprising that yeah. Arizona went in there and got them. I thought that Philly uh, blowing that lead and losing to Washington was a little surprising. Uh, to a degree, but Philly's not all that anyway. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Where's the Niners? We expect them to contend. I, I think we do. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a superstar. We knew that. My sister was all fired up as a Cardinals fan. The Niners that have called it a revenge day. tour, so you guarantee that they could believe they can. That was a repeat. hell of a debut, and she uppercased hell. <laughs> she, was, she was all sorts of fired up. <laughs> How'd you like the uh, NFL ticket? You got it this year for the first time. They offered it to you, so you try to stem well, you, the flow of cord cutters. First week, you get it for free anyway. Right. So I've had it. Oh, you've year. had the first week. Yeah, for every year. I've had so it did you pick up week. any games that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise? Because obviously... The Tampa Bay game was on national TV on Fox. Well, the second uh, set of games, I was in the, in the fourth quarter. I was flicking back between the Saints and Bucks and the Cardinals and Niners. Yeah. So, as you said, one was on Fox and one was on the ticket. So I was just going back. The morning stuff or the earlier stuff, it was all red zone stuff. Just which I get it every first. They always give you the free preview, but I'm too cheap to buy it. But they've given it to me. We had other issues that we called, and so they gave it to say, "Do you want the direct? Uh, do you want the Sunday ticket? Sure, we can make you happy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it, what it was. If yeah. it's free, it's me. Because we've been subscribers for well over twenty years. DJ and PL, I should mention uh, Monday Night Football, the doubleheader tonight, the Week One doubleheader. They started doing this about a decade ago, I guess. Maybe I'm fine a with more. It. Yeah, so it'll be uh, Steelers and Giants tonight in the first game. And then the Broncos play in the yeah. second game against the Titans, who were awesome at the end of last year. They were, they were. Flash in the pan or the real deal? Well, they have to prove that they're the real deal. We've seen teams get hot, uh, so I don't think they'll fall off the map, but will they be as good? Not the Browns. The Browns sucked. <laughs> I mean, and Baker Mayfield's putting out a statement of what he's going to do on the anthem. You know what, what's crazy is you hear, we don't want distractions. We don't want distractions. We don't want distractions. And then you make a distraction. Well, I know this is politically incorrect to mention this other stuff. Because if, if you do, you're a racist if you're not for it. And you'll ruin people's day, which we'll get to uh, here. But you put out a statement on Saturday, what you're going to do for the National Anthem. How about you win a game before you start thinking people give a you-know-what, what you do for the National Anthem? I don't get it. We can't have distractions, and we get the Clippers blowing double-digit leads and Doc Rivers preaching to us, but you can't... This seems like this is a distraction, and I guess it's a worthy distraction, fine, but you keep hearing from coaches and players and management, no distractions, and you see these teams that aren't very good. Is it a distraction? Well, it leaves open the possibility of it anyway. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. And the handoff will happen to midfield, and that will do it. It had never happened before, and there were some people who wondered if it would ever happen. But it happened today in Ames, Iowa, Louisiana, on the road, takes a top 25 team to the woodshed. Your final score, Cajuns 31, and Iowa State 14 College football gets underway, at least for uh, the Big 12. And it didn't start all that well, PK. They had uh, three teams go down to defeat Iowa State, probably the biggest surprise. Kansas State. Kansas, I don't think you can be shocked if Kansas struggles. Texas Tech escaping right at the end. What, Houston Baptist? Holy freak. Texas Tech <laughs> almost going down, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Texas Tech right at the end. They had two-point conversion. I told you ASU was a ball club. You scoffed at me last week. Arkansas State ASU. <laughs> you did poo-poo them. I did. I watched a good portion of that game. Same and here. And then 
uh, San Antonio versus Texas State. I, I'm sitting at home. I went golfing Saturday for a little bit. Came back, turned that thing on. I'm texting Yaki, watching this, and of course he was. And uh, they have uh, Texas State, which Paul Goldschmidt went there. That's the only thing I know about it. <laughs> and they had a big punt return and with a minute to go to tie the game. Then the kid misses the extra point. And then it goes into overtime, and he misses a field goal. Uh, so watching those games. And then uh, Kansas and Coastal Carolina, practically uh, one in the morning. Who's our guy? What's his name? Tim Brando? He was yes. calling that game. Tim Brando, yeah. And he kept making jokes about how late it was because it was way late because at least he wasn't on our side of the country. He's in the central time right. zone. Right, yeah. So, yeah, that was it. Was a, not, a, not a great, great day, but it was a good enough day. The big dogs at the top of the Big 12 were uh, just fine. Texas 59-3 over UTEP, and Oklahoma blew out Missouri State 48 to nothing. So I guess if the middle and the bottom of the conference struggles, eh, it's not good, but probably doesn't matter at the end of the day anyway. Well, I think that the, a lot of those conferences, that's the way they are. Yeah, I agree. And we've been and, saying that for years, whereas the Pac-12, there's not a ton of separation. A lot. We saw that last year. With, with Oregon going to Tempe and losing in the next to last week of the season, which cost them a spot in the final. Yeah. No, Iowa State, probably the fourth, maybe the fifth, probably the fourth best team in that uh, league. That was, so that's why that was People have been picking them to win it. With Oklahoma, Oklahoma having a new quarterback. Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma State, I thought were higher in the preseason poll. But you're right. I mean, they're ranked. That's why it's the yeah. It's the big upset in that I league. don't want Oklahoma or Iowa State to, oh, Iowa State to win. Notre Dame undefeated in conference play all time. The reason why I don't want Iowa State and Oklahoma is they both have uh, Arizona quarterbacks. So I'm against them. <laughs> Do you literally have every Arizona quarterback? No, I the, couldn't. I, I, there'd there's be too, too many. many. Too many. You don't know them all. Let's see. Uh, SC, uh, Oregon, Iowa State, Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, that's too many. You're all excited. You're chiding me on uh, Twitter about they got some four-star kid from yeah. Timbuktu. Big get. You're ne- <laughs> You're never going to be what you want to be until you can get kids from home. That's the reality of it. And there it is. Yeah. Can't make a living out of state. And they got 21 commitments, and they've got one from in-state whose father played there. Deed, uh, with BYU and uh, Army. Oh, we don't have our own BYU category? Do we have our own BYU category? We can't get into anything out here, Yak. We're flying blind. No Dude, if you want to, hold on. <laughs> Hashtag BYU. Go ahead. BYU and Army called off BYU positive tests. So, great game, great time slot. Everybody's excited. Now it's not happening, and Army's AD is out on Twitter casting about to see if anybody wants a game this weekend because they were excited about being on CBS and playing at 130 and getting all that exposure, and they're 2-0, and and they're ranked. So maybe he can, maybe he can find a game out there. Disappointment for the Cougars, PK. Oh, massive disappointment. Yep. Absolutely big-time disappointment. And this, uh, I'm told there was three kids on the traveling squad. Uh, Three positives from our traveling squad. Nobody that even plays. Uh, And So they have to quarantine now the people who are around them on the traveling squad? I guess, yeah. yeah. Kalani will speak today at noon. And Contact Tom Tracy. Is, is a hermit. He doesn't speak. Uh, but, and, yeah, so I don't know how all that works. Uh, I've, honestly, I'm not pe- paying big-time attention. Uh, but they're going to try to reschedule. They're going to plan on playing Troy. 
and governmental agencies got involved. It wasn't a BYU thing. And some people think, well, that there's some folks who don't want them to play. Now, you can believe what you can want to believe, and you can get all upset at me if you want. I don't really care, but uh, I'm just telling you so what So is it county health or state health department uh, or governor? I think, yeah, I think it's um, everybody all the way to the top. Uh. All right, BYU will now it'll be another week until they play Troy in the home opener. But that game's now about two weeks off with the bye this weekend, and then Army come out. So, All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Just went cold. Went cold in that third quarter. That's, that's, that's it. Uh, we kept getting to the paint, uh, passing the ball, got a little stagnant, and just couldn't, couldn't make shots. Got a little stagnant, couldn't make shots. The Denver Nuggets and the L.A. Clippers, a tale of two halves. The Nuggets doing what they do, getting way down, down 19 early in the third quarter, and they won that game easily, PK. There was no drama in the final two or three minutes. They were just busy pulling away. Jokic was throwing in shots, off, fading away off the wrong foot. He's amazing. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Turnaround in the post, three-pointer. It didn't matter. He's hitting them all. Jamal Murray got crushed, and then got back up and finished the game. He was very efficient. It was like 9 of 13 or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, and so the Nuggets, who were down 3-1, are now back to 3-3 after a 111-98 win. Yeah, the Nuggets, this I think is their fourth series in a row going back to last year. That's gone seven games. And they had double-digit deficits in the second half of so the last two games and won them both. Uh, and so, to me, they have a really good chance. This would be incredible. This, is a, this would be the ultimate Clipper choke. Clippers have never been to the conference finals, and this would this would be a big time gag. At least the Jazz had an excuse without Bogey, but we're also seeing Gary Harris. You know he was very good yesterday too, so we know that the Nuggets they, they were missing they, they were had missing him. an yeah. excuse too, but yeah. it kind of evened out a little bit. And you can argue, well, Bogey is a little bit better, but anyway, that doesn't matter now. Or the point being, the Clippers have no excuse, and if they don't win this, this is a massive choke. How will Larry the Laker handle this? <laughs> well, as long as the Lakers win, he'll go and the Clippers it. lose. I mean, he'll, yeah. this will be Christmas Day all over again. That would be the best. To go up 3-1 and then gag like this. But they haven't, they haven't gagged yet. They're on their way to gagging. Uh, we'll see what the Nuggets bring. But Jokic has just been... To me, it's not a coming out party because we follow him. He's in the division with the Jazz. Well, He's like, in the conference. It's like we said, they, nationally. They, they've been the, the two seed and the three seed the last two years. But it was just kind of, I don't know, it was weakened or softened. I don't know what the right word is. Because it kind of felt like, you know, you're on the weak side of the bracket and you played two seven-game series and you were seeded to get to the conference final last year and you didn't do it. This year, way more impressive. And just the fact they're backing it up with another good year. I, and now... I've been thinking they're really good as it is. If they wipe out two 3-1 deficits, how much do we write off to the bubble, though? Oh, would you have done this if you'd had to do doesn't it? doesn't matter. Win on the road. Uh, if but you, you didn't get to win at home. queen hat, she'd be king, so it doesn't matter. Who cares? Game 7, Tuesday night. And the Lakers, we were talking about the Lakers had to get done so that they didn't give the Clippers too much rest. And now the Lakers are the one who are all rested up and waiting. An emotional game seven. The Lakers will be fine if it goes overtime. Wear yourselves out, guys. Oh, We're I mean, waiting. I would think the Lakers would be fine no matter what, no matter who wins, no matter how it plays out, whatever, because they're playing very, very well right now. 
in a good place. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The 3-1 pitch on the way. A swing and a ground ball toward the middle. Baez has it. Throws to first. Alec Mills has just pitched a no-hitter. A no-hitter for Cubs right-hander Alec Mills. A ground ball to Baez. A routine play. The Cubs are mobbing the young right-hander on the mound. Jumping up and down. What a great moment for Alec Mills. As the Cubs win the ball game 12 to nothing. You got to persevere, PK. Alec Mills gets the no-hitter, gets his first complete game for the Cubs. And his college baseball, he played at Tennessee Martin, and he was a walk-on. You are pretty far down the food chain when you are a walk-on at Tennessee Martin. And yet here he is in the bigs. Here he is starting, and here he is throwing a no-hitter. Well, it always, I don't know what the word is, just baffles, intrigues, fascinates me. We see this every year. Some no-name dude throws a no-hitter. I mean, it's like you look at some of these names of guys who throw no-hitters. What? (laughs) Where'd this guy come from? And you said, and I actually looked it up to see yesterday, where'd he come from? (laughs) I mean, I knew he'd been on the staff, and I'd been aware of him, so I knew his name. uh, But his his ERA is a five, (laughs) and so you're not expecting him. No one throws a complete game now anyway, unless it's in this situation, basically. So, yeah, somebody can get hot. On any given day. And lucky, possibly. You, you never know. You know. The ball just finds somebody's glove, and you never know what's going to happen, and, and so he gets the no-no. And you don't allow the blooper. You know? Well, I don't Not, know if you allow it. Right. But it you, doesn't that, happen. It breaks up the no-hitter. Right, but I don't know that you can disallow uh, disallow it. Disallow it. <laughs> it's one of the fluky things about no-nos. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. Some CNI single or something. Right. So he gets through there. The uh, the countdown is on to the playoffs now. Does it feel? Is it is it too soon? You look at no. the standings. You can't believe. No, we're, I mean, we're, we're in a playoff race. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's two weeks to go. Yeah. Pretty much. So yeah, it's time. And they they announced uh, what was it on Friday? All the we were talking about how they're going to have the bubble thing. Mm-hmm. The player player the association Nash, has to approve yeah. it, but they put the sites up there right. and all that uh, stuff. National League is going to go to Texas, yeah. and the American yeah. League is going to go to Southern California. Yeah, I think the World Series is going to be in the new stadium in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that uh, by sending them to Texas, it removes the chance that anybody will end up in the home park. Yeah, when I think when the when the sites came out with uh, San Diego and LA, everybody's looking to the Dodgers and possibly the Padres too. But they'll fix that. They'll send the National League to Uh, Texas. I don't know that there's anything to fix. Last year, there's no crowd. Well, last year they had crowds, and the the road team won every game in the World Series, seven in a row. I don't think it matters. But do whatever you want. And so it makes sense to do that to minimize the opportunity for an outbreak so you don't have your postseason delayed. That would when, not be good. When every TV game is worth so much. Yeah. It makes sense to do it. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. That was brutal, PK. I'd been telling you the previous two games, the scoreline, yeah, the score didn't really, it didn't really tell the story of the game. You know, the team that uh, when RSL lost to Minnesota, it wasn't really that bad. And when they won against LAFC, LAFC wasn't that bad either. This, they were really that bad. It just, they couldn't create chances, couldn't string five passes together. They got dominated by Colorado. They very lethargic. I was flicking back and forth. Uh, and then I eventually just gave up. Yeah. I would get that. Mm-hmm. 
two nothing at the half, and then they came out and there were two quick goals in the first ten minutes, and that was the end of that. So now they get a week off. They've been playing uh, midweek uh, the last couple of weeks, so they don't play again until the weekend. And Vancouver will come in, and Vancouver's terrible. So Vancouver's sitting in the last place. They got to get a W against the Canucks. It's not the Canucks, but that's okay. Isn't everything in Vancouver the Canucks? <laughs> no. Oh. The hockey team is the Canucks. It's like the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, the St. Louis, Louis Cardinals, the, Louis the New York Giants, and the New York Giants back in the day. Way back, but yeah. 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 No, it's the Whitecaps, PK. Oh, okay. All right, next Saturday night, they'll be home. DJ and PK, that is what is trending. It is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Stay with us.